reach for the sky, boy. Rolex work. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Doing the Favorite Podcast. I am your host, Eric Brown. You can follow me on Twitter at EricBrown740. Of course, always follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok by searching at Doing the Favor. With me, as always, he's the sexual, intellectual, double H, the Husky heartthrob, leader of the Husky Army, and a man whose thumb is sore from refreshing Walmart.com's website today, my man, Barry Frost. Barry, how you doing, homie? Doing well, brother. It was a it was a somber, no win uh, weekend, is what it was. You know, yeah, no, no wins. Uh, yeah, I took a couple of L's myself. Before we get started, uh, yeah, do another one of these. I this, but I feel like it's important because this guy like really influenced. I know my co-host a lot, and as I've gotten into my wrestling fandom, I've definitely fallen in love myself. Um, we lost the great, beautiful Bobby Eaton. This past yeah. weekend, and it was very sad. And Arn Anderson had some very touching things to say. That was like he called one of his best friends in life. And you know, again, none of those guys you never heard anybody say anything bad about. It. You can search any shoot interview you want, you're gonna find it real hard to find anybody say anything bad about him. Barry, uh, I know he meant a lot to you, though. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, in the the world we're in now, uh, everything is you. It's hard to find people to say anything good about a person this dude had hundreds and thousands of people say nothing but good things about him you know what i mean um you've seen and they had a gofundme for him for his daughter basically and they she only wanted like ten thousand, i think for a funeral and she got over 20 some thousand in like 18 hours or something i mean chris jericho donated you know five grand uh he's 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 been great with that stuff he's a listen you can say what you want about that dude but he's a fucking real one he's yeah he's a fucking real one and um first autograph i ever got in wrestling was bobby eaton grant middle school uh 1990 maybe 91 something like that uh i can and i can actually picture it right now he's laying across i don't know if he was ever in grant middle school but you came up the back stairs uh uh, they had the um was it the stage uh the the ring was in the middle of the basketball court they had that the stairs to the stage and he was laying across the stairs like peeking through out of the hill dressing room and you know your boy i'm like eight nine years old i just like literally creep down there because it's portsmouth they don't know that Mm -hmm. they know there's no security there's you know they don't give a fuck and i was like yeah and i just literally like hold a piece of paper up and he signs it and fucking like shoes me away but so you can watch the match you know and he's a heel but he still signed the autograph and was like ah because he didn't want people to see right you know what i mean and be bothered kayfabe brother yeah and and i was eight and gave no fucks about 
kayfabe. I was like, mm-hmm. here, dude, sign this. <laughs> and, and and he was cool when he signed it. And um, but yeah, man, like his you go back, Great American Bash, the matches, the um the Midnights and the Southern Boys. Uh, of course, the Rock and Roll Express feud uh, for fuck thirty years, long longest running feud ever is is probably Jerry Lawler and Bill Dundee. But other than that, it's probably Midnight's and Rock and Roll Express. Um, just absolutely insane worker. Um, uh, Ricky Morton. I remember Ricky Morton saying, "Everybody talks about how good Bobby is." But Dennis trained Bobby <laughs> and nobody talks about Dennis Condry, you know, but uh, man, what a fucking word. The right his right hand was like it looked like it took your fucking head off and light as a feather. Never, <laughs> never touched you. The Alabama jam. That was man. clean. The Alabama jam is the best leg drop off the top rope in wrestling history. Yeah. And and dudes laid there and took it. I mean, like they they trusted him not to cave their face in, you know. I think that whenever I was on Breaker's podcast, or maybe before, we actually talked about that, like specifically Bobby. Yeah, because that was one that like <clears throat> like your influence on me over the last ten years is you've definitely gotten me into like more old school wrestling. Definitely opened my eyes to a lot of things, and that's one of the guys. There's certain guys as I, you know go on this journey that have, have jumped out to me you know um brad armstrong you know mm-hmm. barry windham and bobby eaton is yeah. uh, right there at the top of the list is a guy like fuck this dude's smooth like if you look at him like that's like to me like it doesn't get much more southern stereotypical pro wrestler than bobby eaton right Be- beautiful and, 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 bobby beautiful and to me that's like so <laughs> and to me that's so cool like yeah. that's so cool. Like I feel like when I watch that stuff, I can, and he's the prototypical guy that can take me back to like at that age and living in the world at that time. You know, it's it's just it's it's so cool to see, man. And it's it was I was really sad to hear that. And we've heard reports about him health wise lately, and it's it's just very sad. And they like said that you, one of the ways you can measure the mark of a man is by the way his contemporaries speak about him. And that's I mean that's kind of all I gotta say about that. So. Yeah, and I mean, he passed away. It was forty-five days after his wife, something like that. I mean, you know, so you know, thoughts and prayers to his daughter. Uh, losing both your parents in a forty-five day span, uh, just absolutely insane. But the you know the wrestling community loved Bobby Eaton, and and he loved wrestling. Hell, I think he was like fourteen, fifteen, something like that when he started wrestling. You know, um. But yeah, and and Cornette did a tribute to him, and I'm, I think pretty much cried. I mean, yeah. bald, you know. Um, so yeah, I which I haven't heard it yet. I just seen people talking about it, and it's like I don't know if I want to cry yet. So, <laughs> so I'll I'll wait. But well, yeah, rest in peace to one of the all time greats, and yeah, his spirit and legend will always live on. And shows like these, right, and the WWE network and other streaming outlets and other tapes and however you get your wrestling. And then he will always be lived, always be remembered in that respect. So that's, that's, that's kind of cool as well. You know, Huntsville, Alabama dog. When I, when I hear Huntsville, Alabama, I immediately it's Bobby. And Conrad talks about it all the time, obviously. And yeah. 
Yeah, but I mean, I don't even think Conrad. I mean, it literally is just like Bobby Eaton. So, yeah, rest in peace. That's, that's very tough. Moving on, um, a lot of news surrounding NXT right now. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of news. Uh, we've we've seen plenty of releases. I think the most recent releases, Bobby Fish and Bronson Reed were the names that really stand out. Uh, Mercedes Martinez is another one. Tyler Ross, Conor Reeves, Leon Russ, Stephon Smith, Jake Atlas, which that stands out as well to me. Ari Sterling, Desmond Troy, Zachariah Smith, Asher Hale, and Giant Zangier. That was on the 6th. That was a couple days after we last recorded because we did talk about the <laughs> Ric Flair quit, fired. We don't know what happened there. Right. <laughs> he tried to but pull power play. This has been a uh, a trend the past couple of years. We've seen over 100 superstars. I'll go ahead and use their terminology. Superstars released. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of different swaying opinions on this. I'm just going to go ahead and read the Basically, the general thought as to why this is happening, and this comes from, say what you want, I'm just, just quoting an article here, and this is from Cultaholic, and they're quoting Dave Meltzer from Wrestling Observer Radio on Sunday morning, where he was saying that NXT, having long lost the Wednesday Night Wars, appears to be headed back to its earlier format of strictly being a developmental program, what Meltzer calls the Curtis Axel era of NXT. Meltzer reports that the aim for NXT is to go back to developing bigger and younger wrestlers with far less emphasis on top-tier match quality where they attempt to out-indie the indies. Meltzer quotes a source as saying the direction of is in line of no more midgets, no one started in their 30s, they want people that can be box office attractions and main characters. He does note that Adam Cole, should he resign, would be the exception to those parameters. The update goes on to say there's lots of divisive opinions about the state of wrestling WWE, it's about who has Vince McMahon's ear this week. Meltzer also notes that Friday's releases were not the call of McMahon. I'm sorry, we'll start over. Meltzer also notes that Friday Friday's releases were the call of McMahon, with influence from Bruce Pritchard and John Laurinaitis. Neither Paul Levesque nor Shawn Michaels had any say in them. Big if true, Barry. Very big. Uh, and I call it the Brian Breaker error. Of NXT, yeah, yeah FCW. <laughs> I don't call it Curtis Axel. Um, but let me play devil's advocate here for a second. And this is strictly a conspiracy theory, as me and you were discussing conspiracy theories prior to coming on. <clears throat> what if Vince says, you know, these guys, these guys are unhappy here. We're paying them. To, to wrestle here, to be unhappy here. We're paying an extra night of TV, all this. You know, Tony Khan's got all this money. He's got TNT. Let's fucking release these guys. Let them go over there. Become stars. And then, when their contracts are up, let's pluck them back here they come in already stars. They already come in off national TV exposure that we didn't pay for. And not saying anything, you know, here, but WWE creative has been fucking lacking lately. 
So if they come in with a character already established, hey, we can do something similar over here. And fucking it didn't cost us a dime. And we're getting all this talent. Uh, you ready for me to poke holes in that? You can poke holes. Like I said, it was a, it was a conspiracy theory. Okay. I don't know if that's the case. It may be the case for some. That may be right. an actual thought for maybe some of these guys even. He did make the joke on the investor call, which I think it's unrelated, that you know, I'm, I'm, it's kind of, he was releasing guys to poison AEW type thing. I, but I'd have, well, the problem too, where I struggle with that conspiracy is, I don't think Vince McMahon feels comfortable with somebody else getting these guys over. Does that make sense? It does. He's, but I'm saying in his, his way, look, they're getting on television, they're getting TV exposure, and they're, they have the creative freedom to kind of create something over there. And then guess what? We can bring it over here, put our guys over, because, you know, that's always going to happen. And then, boom, we have already established stars, kind of like WCW did with WWE back in the 90s. And, and like you said, for some, because there's some guys that you're just like, eh, they're just here. You know? I feel like... The vision, this is what I'm getting from that article. If this article is true, if it's, again, somebody's going to yell at me tomorrow that fucking this comes from Dave Meltzer, it's all bullshit. Whatever, I'm just fucking reacting to what I read, and I'm I'm sourcing it and giving my thoughts on big if true type thing. So if true, I think that it sounds like what I read is they want that 1980s-style WWF. Yeah, but it's not 1980s, you know. Right, but you want that's the box office star. What are you making a face at? Ooh, I'll have to send you a picture of this, dog. It, it's it's nothing to do with this. It's just something you'll really be like, damn. <laughs> I feel I got a feeling something inappropriate is coming my way. No, no, it's nothing. It's nothing inappropriate. But I, I mean, to me, um. Like I said, it's just it's a it's a way for them to save money. I get you know what I mean because people bitch about them, and this goes back to a CM Punk promo I heard like uh, that I heard where he told Vince in 2011, "You don't know what's you don't know what the fans want in 2011." Now add ten years to that. I saw that card today, by the way. That's fucking banger. <laughs> One Justin Fields. RPA auto, yeah, nuts. Um, no, I think they have a vision. I think that they want to get away from the Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, you know, classics, Adam Cole, Ricochet, flipping around. I don't, I think that's what they want to get away from. Do you think it's because uh, a lot of the main roster can't follow that? When I see the term, no, when I see the term out indie, the indies, I think that they tried and couldn't do it. I, I mean, I listen. They treated. I, I think they they had, they had this beautiful thing in NXT, right? Yeah. We had this beautiful little, and I know the television deal putting them a two-hour show changed that a lot. But I love that beautiful one-hour show we got weekly on the network on Wednesday nights. That yeah. that, that 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 built towards the takeovers. 
Yep. And the NXT kind of stayed in their lane, and it wasn't too big. And you, ha- it was a true alternative to the WWE style of program, which is why if you could get it on the WWE Network, and it was still one of the, which I have no problem operating on that umbrella. I was there was a time when I probably said on the show I was more of a fan of NXT than I was WWE. Yeah. You know, but then it became this weird competition thing where we're gonna okay, AEW gets announced, we're gonna get NXT a TV deal, we're going to two hours, and we're going head to head. And it was just this weird thing. And, like, yeah, they lost in the ratings. They had to move, and USA wasn't happy with it. When you're a publicly traded company, you have to answer to investors. You're not necessarily privately traded where you can do whatever you want. So you have to kind of, you know, bow to some people at times. I think that's what happened there. I think that L tastes kind of bad, too. I think it's you as an L, and I think think that L tastes kind of bad. And we tried to compete with them, doing what they do. And Vince, who wasn't heavily involved in NXT before AEW and the head-to-head thing, Vince all of a sudden became somewhat involved, not totally, because I, I have a feeling that he doesn't quite know these 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 characters when they get to the main roster, which is why he changes them completely and why he strips them down of a lot of what got them over. Yep. In in my opinion, so he's not as invested in the actual character development of NXT. Basically, they want to take it back to these. This is where we're showing people what we want Mondays and Fridays to look like, and we're going to get them TV ready by having the show and the takeovers mm-hmm. tv and pay-per-view ready and i think they want to go back to that now if adam cole's the exception this is going to be a signing that he you know we're give you a bunch of money because we don't want you going over here mm-hmm. and also this is kind of a case where maybe talent hoarding it, listen i guarantee everybody got fired somewhat benefited financially but some of these people i don't even know who the fuck they are they got severance package, you're saying? And I don't, if I don't, well, they have a no, they have a non-compete a lot of them do, which Alistair Black talked about his, some's 30, some's 90, whatever, whatever. And Renee yeah. Young had a whole fucking year, which is right. wild. It's a long time with no income, which, but a lot of the wrestlers were getting paid during their non, no non-compete, but she didn't. Yeah. So that's, you know, it's, I don't know. You send Zelina Vega away, then when she comes back, you send Malachi Black. Some of that stuff's just not a good look. And I guess it's just a big corporate company, and Vince is a fucking business. He's with the, one of the best businessmen of all time. He's the best promoter of all time, and that he's a bottom line guy. And that's how big, fucking rich, big wig corporate guys operate. That's how they got to be that. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I gotta fucking agree with it, but, I, <laughs> but I mean, it is what it is. But if I know, if I was a superstar. Outside of making a big financial, I mean, you get to the point, especially when you have a family, it's where you don't want to be fiscally irresponsible. But would you feel comfortable putting your day-to-day career in that man's hands? Uh, One of the guys even said, you know, I wish I would have, before I moved my wife and kid down here, known, like, you were going to release me, you know? But, you know, he's like, that's a chance, you know, that's on me. I took that chance. Yeah. But everyone knows that going in now, so that's not really yeah. an excuse. Right, and that's same way with other, you know, like we say on this show. They they let you know up front. So if you deal with them, you do business with them, hey, you get what you fucking pay for, bro. Right. It's kind of almost a bet on yourself. Like any, I guess any wrestling contract's a bet on yourself thing, but, you know. We all grew up as WWE fans in some form or fashion. So and it's a lot of people's dream to go there. But, you know. A lot's being said one way. I'll tell you what. Every time, 
every time there's releases, I see the battle on social media of people angry at the releases, and then people, why the fuck are you angry at the releases? And it's just like, that's you know, it's kind of a weird, weird topic, because these are people involved, you know what I mean? Right. But, you know, we're sports, we're sports fans, and players get cut and trade all the fucking time. Or they leave as a free agent. Works both ways. Yeah. And wrestling works both ways, too. Yeah. And it's not a lot they can do about it. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, hey, please let me stay. It's like, no, you're going. But it sounds like Adam Cole has a little bit of a leverage. So he has worked himself and got himself over to the degree to where they value him. And also, they would rather have him in-house knowing that he could cause a lot of damage out-house. Right, and that's there's certain guys like we talked about last week are are problems when that when that shit comes and not I mean problems in a good way for the competition and and bad for WWE. Uh, You know when these when these dudes start going over to AW, that's a fucking problem. But you know that's and like we said, it could they could go to WWE, and it's the same thing for AEW. That's a I don't problem. think I think Vince honestly doesn't view AEW as as, as uh, competition. He doesn't because right now they're they're on Wednesdays. There's right. no you know right. There's no threat. Like it's two I different said, style, It's two different style of shows. And I think Vince believes in what has made him a billionaire. And yeah, but then he doesn't change. And I think once the, you know, the first time that, and I'll just say AEW's popped over a million four weeks in a row. Yeah. Uh, You know, and then I'm just saying certain people start showing up over there and, uh uh-oh, let's change the channel. Now now there's a problem. We, We can't let these motherfuckers get to two point something ratings. Well, now that now now AEW's got the Friday night show coming up. Yep. That starts this week. Rampage at ten o'clock. Right, and see it come coming right after SmackDown. And, and here's what's gonna happen. Shit. Here's what some people are gonna do. Do I want to watch four hours of wrestling, or do I want to watch two? Okay, I'm gonna watch two, and then people are gonna make it. I think everyone's. If you're a wrestling fan, if you're even thinking about making that choice, you're DVRing the other one. Yeah. But I'm excited for a second show. I'm excited for more wrestling. I've said this all along. If you don't like it, you can just make the choice to not watch it, which is what I do. Sorry, I'm crinkling the bags over here. Oh, you're good. I'm stuffed up, and I've been muting my microphone to, like, blow my nose and stuff. (laughs) I I, I really apologize if I sound like super You sound good, but, like, during the 90s, the the Monday Night Wars, fucking, listen, when um, they would go on the fucking, when Nitro would go on an hour before, Boom, and then I fucking I'd switch to Raw, and then during commercials, I'm switching back to fucking, uh, you know, to see what's going on over there. And then the beautiful thing about Nitro, if you remember, they would replay it. They would run the replay. So yeah, Raw would go an extra hour, but you've already seen that first hour. So then you jump right in. So on fucking school nights on Monday, dude, I'm up till midnight watching fucking wrestling. Right. And, you know, but it's a Friday. People are going to go out. You know, I think, again, comes on after SmackDown. I think the kid, dude, I honestly think the kids are going to, as as a wrestling fan, 
are going to jump and just to watch wrestling. Any kind. Let me correct myself. I believe it's only an hour long show. Okay. Which I find cool. I think it goes back to what I talked about with NXT, and I think I talked about this when um, it was announced they're going USA. I always loved that little like one hour incident show on the network. Yep. I always loved that, and when they they tried to grow it bigger than. I, then it's, I thought NXT was very intimate when it was that one hour show. Then you got the takeovers with like six matches that lasted like a little over two hours. But the crowds were always like right on top of the ring. And that white, which made it fucking beautiful. And they were and white it, hot. And yes. it felt like NXT was more of an attraction. It wasn't overexposed because yes. you only had that one hour show. And then when they went to basically WWE light, that's oh. kind of when I was like, ah, not really loving this. And and if you watch, like when they started against AEW, they were winning because they were WWE. They yeah. were winning in ratings. But then as time went on, it was like, oh, oh, we're fall, oh, oh, wait, oh, oh, now we are getting our ass kicked. Right. And then it's like, okay, fucking unplug it. It's you know, let's pull the fucking plug here. Shout out to shout out to AEW for able to grow during a pandemic. That's, yeah, and that's, that's Ray. Amazing. I, don't, and I we think ta- that's amazing and doesn't get talked about enough. And when we talked about it, uh, you know, before is, you know, it took ECW five years to get on pay-per-view, and AEW was on pay-per-view within one, two years. Yeah. I mean. They were on pay-per-view before they had TV. Yeah, which is fucking insane. Right. You know, and I, you. Uh, they, they, built posted, a pay-per-view up, they built a pay-per-view up on YouTube. Yeah, you posted the fucking tweet. uh I think a couple days or maybe a week ago where the, the tweet that started it all where, yeah. Do you think they could sell out Madison square garden, another company well, other than uh, WWE? Right. And I'll never forget. And I don't want to get too off topic. Cause I want to keep the show going here, but me watching all in, mm-hmm. we unfortunately were, that's well documented. supposed to go to tragic shit happened. Didn't get to go watch it on my couch with Rachel who normally wouldn't watch a wrestling show with me, but due to the circumstance of the time, watch the wrestling show with me. Very, I'm very engaged too, by the way. Yep. That's I remember. <laughs> That's my wife. Yeah. We were FaceTiming you and shit. Yeah. 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 I remember. But, uh, I was like, man, after the show, I was like, you know, kind of sad. These guys, they either have to sign with WWE or just go back to the Indies and work new Japan and stuff. She's like, why? Like, well, there's not really anywhere else to go. She's like, they just sold out an arena in like what, eight minutes? Yeah. I think there's a, she goes, I think there's a market. And that was like that was and I was like, no, no. And then I got to thinking, thinking, thinking. I'm like, I think she might be right. Not knowing this was probably already in the works at the time. You know right. Because I mean? so, then they went to where was it, Florida? They went to yeah, Florida, just, did that show. It just shows you how like sometimes as wrestling fans, even me and you and anybody, can somehow like get stuck in this bubble of like how we've seen things and how things work. And you just become so normal yep. that somehow you become closed minded to groundbreaking shit. Just how, yeah, just how normal that's how it goes, you know? Right. Right. And then, you know, you got the marketing director who's like, what are you talking about? Stupid. This shit's already <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> I'm on it. Moving on. Uh, Max Caster. This came out just before we started recording. Allegedly, possibly suspended, reportedly suspended from AEW. There's no timetable, nothing like that. This is just a report, unless that has changed while we're recording. Due to his, uh, we all know he cuts the uh, 
What should I call it? He does the John Cena 04 gimmick. Rapping to the fucking ring, yeah. Not rapping to the ring. Basically, it's a, it's a diss, rap, diss track the entire way out. Very uh, original. <laughs> kind of going after, according to the Varsity Blondes, they have Julie Hart. I do think it's odd that he talks about her uh, vagina stinking. She's like 19. He's in his 30s. That's whatever. But that's, whatever. That's outside the point. He right. uh, basically uh, made a joke about Simone Biles and mental health. And then made a joke about the. I'm not here to debate any. We're not. Me and Bear are not here to debate any of that shit. Yeah. And what happened? And then, of course, and then made a Duke lacrosse joke, which, of course, there was just Google. Right. Yeah. Rape allegations and all that bullshit. Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot a lot was said about this. Uh, Tony Khan was reportedly furious. There's people that think that he should have known about this. Um, it undoubtedly was. Uh, there's, again, there's heat, and I think there's a... Maybe I, I've said this probably before. There's heat, and then there's, like, fucking that ridiculous, like, low-brow, low-hanging fruit heat that, like, no. untalented people don't need... Untalented people reach for to fucking try to get because... They're not talented enough to get it themselves. To me, Max Caster is talented enough to get heat himself. He's very talented wrestler, very talented on the mic. He does not need to go there. Some things you, sh- some places you shouldn't go. And I always worry about that with MJF too. I think we may have this conversation about him one day. He's gonna, yeah. he's gonna, be, he's gonna do some dumbass shit. Yeah, some- and uh, you know, and MJF, like I said, I for a shit since he came out i've been you know a fan of his um this dude went for shock value like if i say this dog they're gonna go crazy but they went crazy in a not in in a not good direction really really misread the room Um, yeah to me like i I get it like i'm not like one of those people like everything wrestlers say in the show should be taken seriously anything a comedian says on stage should be taken seriously I'm not one of those dudes. What I'm saying is there's a way to get the reaction you were probably looking to get without going there. Like you can just not. Right. (laughs) You could have switched the, yeah, you're not Jay to kiss. You're not fucking Jay to kiss on versus versus the locks. Uh, You're not, you know, fucking selling records or, or nobody signing you to a record deal. Set down. If you're, if that's your gimmick, set down and write. A real fucking, you know, some shit yeah. that's not, especially with the Simone Bile shit that was like really a very hot to, topic. Yeah, and then and and that's, I get it. You you want to touch on it and fucking yada yada very for evil. the shock value. Yeah, but especially the way shit is now, that's okay. Somebody should have told this dude like, hey, maybe we should go, maybe we should do something else. Really shocked that it made it to fucking YouTube. Yeah, that was my whole thing too. It didn't make the replay, I guess. Well, they, apparently that shit got cut real quick. Yeah, and Tony Khan said he will personally be like, I guess now involved in the editing and right because blah, I mean blah. people are blaming him, but I don't run a wrestling show. I find it hard to believe that Tony Khan was involved in the final edit on his third show which was on youtube that was taped after a dynamite listen at some point you gotta trust your fucking workers and well, you got people that work that's why you hire people 
Right, and at some point, those dudes are like, well, fuck. I mean, he's... You're not, and like I showed you the shit on the network right now, that's not cut. And they're talking about gay people and yeah. other shit on there. I mean, and that's still on the network, just in case you want to look. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that dude's got other shit going on than, okay, let me sit in this editing room till fucking 4 a.m. and, you know, put this out. Work with this guy who I'm paying to do it. <laughs> right. Because this dude's just like, fuck it, send it. It sounded good to me. Let's go. Yeah, to me, like, I get what he was trying to do, but you could just not. Right. You know, you could just not, and then fucking not have this. Now, and, now you're that guy. And, and his partner now is the one that's hurting. Yeah, because you're a tag team. Yeah, and then <laughs> that's what I mean. That dude should have been like, hey, dog, <laughs> let's not say that. Let's say something else. Let's touch on some figure talk. We'll do some leg workshop, AEW shop. We'll get out of here. Sorry, we've we've kind of we kind of went off the rails a little bit this evening. Sam Finley don't like when you do AEW and WWE. Yeah, why does he like that? Because he's he's rich. I think he doesn't have time for that because he's got to yell at the people fucking working in his yard, (laughs) doing all his mulch. Well, he just he just yelled at a fast food worker yesterday. So it's he fun. did. You know what though? Shout out Sam family because he did hook me up today. He tagged me in a tweet about a, a greedy patch, greedy, greedy patch, greedy Williams patch, uh, patch rookie card. Okay. Like eight bucks shipped. You got that? Got it. Yeah. Okay. Because he because he tagged me in the tweet. He tagged me in the comments. So shout, shout out, out, shout out Sam. I take back that you yelled at. Uh, a fast food worker from your Rolls Royce. New Generation Arena update. We are 42% funded with two weeks to go. Holy shit. You think we'll get uh, there? Uh, absolutely not. Um, they they have, worried. as of this, there's 2,112 of the 5,000 commitments. And what did you say the price tag was on? Over a million, right? 1.8, I believe it was. Per ring. Um, well, well. Diesel ultimate. Doink ultimate allegedly. Macho ultimate announcer table. Uh, what you got? Some ring aprons there. You got a, a ring that really looks really cool. It kind of tears back. You got the wood. You got the uh, the new era entrance right there. I mean, it's cool. Oh, so wait generous. a second. This says with two weeks to go. But this says the, the the August 13th deadline. The article I'm looking at is from August 8th. Today is the 10th. This is two days ago. Yeah. So this, but it does say two weeks, but then it's in, in the article it says August 13th deadline. Hmm. So if it is August 13th, then there's no fucking way they're meeting that goal. Well, okay, so here's what you got. The project received a boost this week with the addition of early bonus pack for those who commit by August 13th. That's where you're getting that day. A WrestleMania 10 Macho Man Randy Savage Ultimate Edition action figure and an early 90s announcer's playset. The Macho Man has proven to be a needle mover for the project. My fear is, though, is the campaign doesn't reach 5,000 commitments by August 13th, Deadline for the Macho Man add-on pack, then the project momentum may stall once again. I'd encourage Mattel to extend the deadline given that many people paid on the 1st and the 15th of each month. 
At its most basic level, Mattel is asking collectors to plunk down $250 for a neon entranceway, a retooled scaling ring, and an Ultimate Edition diesel action figure. Should the 5,000 threshold be met, then the attention turns to unlocking other items, add-ons, such as your Ultimate Doink action figure at 7,000 units sold, and additional ring skirts. WrestleMania and in your house at 8,000 units by the final August 22nd deadline. There is a long way to go to get there, though, and I hope Mattel considers extending the deadline to the end of the month rather than seemingly arbitrary deadline. That does make a lot of sense, though, what he said. Okay. Uh, and this, so is this... From, this is from Wrestling Figure News. This is by Wrestling DeLorean. This is uh, two days ago as we recorded this on August 10th. And I'm actually on the thing right now, the Mattel Creations. Uh, there's 2,456 backers. So they're almost halfway there. They're 49% there. Okay. Um. Yeah, I listen. Twelve days. If dog, if I hope it gets there for the you know the the fans of this the you know because they say oh there'll be more stuff if you you know you back this and everything, but then are are we gonna have to throw down two hundred fifty more dollars for fucking something else? I mean it's no. it's amazing how it's just they're incentivizing you as it goes. Yeah, I get that, but that the consumer is paying for the product that they, in turn, you know, are you know may get. Yeah. Like, I mean, fuck. Where's the creative? Where's the creativity in that? I think it's just their way of trying to get the community involved. And we can really do this. We couldn't get the, We could do this on our own, but if we get you involved. We can do it. We're gonna, this is how we're going to get it funded. I get the idea of that. He's, listen, these motherfuckers ain't dealt with the community. They ain't dealt with a lot of these folks in the community that want that brother rate. You, we've sold. Listen, I, I've had figures up for fifty, and now I'm not taking the bait. No, don't take. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm just saying, I've had a figure up for fifty, and listen, I've had people my DMs, and it's selling for like seventy five, eighty. Dog, hook me up. Let me get that for 30 Shipped. And it's like, motherfucker, I'm already giving you $25, $30 discount. Dog, shipped. But you want 60 You know what I mean? And that's fine. And I'm but, in Ontario. Huh? <laughs> and I'm in Ontario, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So ship that to fucking Canada. Or fucking, you know, Taiwan or wherever the fuck. Nothing is shipping against Canada. I will ship to Canada. It's 25. It's like 25, 30 like bucks. 25 to ship. Bucks, yeah. yeah, that's that's expensive. And they're paying uh, for it, not me. You just got to yeah, fill out paperwork to get to the post office. It ain't that big of a deal. Yeah, but I'm a, I'm a fat one. I can't be just writing shit down. I always say, I always say lower 49 because I found out Hawaii is basically the same. California add a couple more bucks because it costs more to ship out there. Uh, what I did was I the anvil I had posted the dude wanted it. He goes, well, you shipped to Canada? I was like, I don't know. He goes, well, I'm in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. I'm like, kind of got to ship the kind of got to ship the anvil to fucking Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Yeah, now fucking, yeah, now that you say that, I can't. I can't. Fucking Calgary. It's like, say, if you give me that ultimate warrior, where you at? Parts unknown. All right, we're gonna figure it out. I yeah, got, we got this shit, know. dog. But yeah, fucking, it's got to go home. <laughs> But no, no I'm, I'm very, I'm very cool with the crowdfunded project. I'm it's not something like I'll probably catch heat. I don't know. It's nothing I want for myself. 
I'll say that. Right. Yeah. I'm not. I don't want it, but I do hope it succeeds. Yeah. For the people that do want it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And then I'll buy it off them for half that. If somebody wants to come up there, Macho Ultimate Edition only for me. Hey, we can we can talk. And that's not. There ain't nothing wrong with. But people will do that too. You're gonna see a lot of that. They're gonna get you know the three Ultimate Edition figures and maybe come off the doink. The doink's going for forty, fifty bucks. Recoup some of that money back. Right. Exactly. You know, so that's that kind of that's and again, maybe that's where we come into play. Where I can, you know, and that, I hey, that macho, that macho is gonna be a hundred, at yeah. least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's you know. people are gonna make some of their money back on that shit. I like how they say this is a thirty dollar value. This is a thirty dollar value. It's a fifteen dollar value. That's all retail, dog. I'm looking at. I know the cats that want to cake up. Two fifty value instead of one hundred. One fifty value instead of one hundred. That's what I see. So yeah, cats. So if if you guys are looking to cake up, maybe contribute. Maybe you know what here? Maybe the resellers <laughs> <laughs> and the and the toy and the combine together finally in one fucking one you know one common goal of getting the Mattel Creations Ultimate Edition New Era New Generation ring in their hands. How fucking crazy would that be if 2,500 of them were fucking scalpers, resellers, and 2,500 were collectors? No, we did it. We did it. But, but wait, you, you got to get to 8,000 to get, like, all 7,000 to get the other shit. And so, I mean, they're, they're still... Throw down for their kids. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. But, fuck, man, that's a lot of fucking money. And, whew. You know, we should come up with something, dog, and be like, "Look, we need y'all to crowdfund this," and then yeah. we just we just don't make it and go to fucking like Barbados or something. Fuck these motherfuckers. Yeah, get going. I'm running out of steam. Can't tell, dude. I'm fucking just getting started. Like I was ready to tell you how I killed somebody one time. Yeah. But go ahead. <laughs> I was sick. Go ahead. It's not COVID, by the way. And we are social distancing through the Skype. We took a COVID home test, me and Rachel did the other day. How was that? It basically, just like you do at the hospital, it's a swab your nose on each side, five turns on each side. You place it on this uh, card, and then you close the card, and then it reads like a drug test where there's a line, and then there's another line. Took 15 minutes. Okay, cool. Easy. How is, uh, how's your uh, nutsack recovery? Oh, uh good now okay i was gonna say you look uh, like you're walking better yeah first few days were really rough anybody that gets a vasectomy if you're a side sleeper pillow between the knees you do not want your fucking thighs rubbing against your ball sack that has two fucking sutures holes in them while you sleep very unpleasant once i once i put that pillow between my knees because i'm a side sleeper i'm a side Me sleeper too. i'm a chest sleeper so, Same. And I toss, I toss and turn a lot. I hear about that all the time. But, Same. And I, and I snore. So. Yeah. You, me and Barry actually, we stayed in the hotel. We were in two separate rooms, and you, this cat was. I thought he was sawing through the wall. <laughs> Luckily, I bad day. Out. Yeah. I got hit by gauge that night, but no big deal. Yeah. Um. It's it's great. It's ice packs are essential. Essential to the cause. I couldn't do anything all weekend, but it was all week, really. But yeah, I feel fine now. 
It's good. I appreciate you asking. Hey, bro, I care. That's Swole, your... It was swollen for a few days. That was, okay. that was I was like I was like uh, Randy Marsh in, in fucking South Park, just wheeling my nuts <laughs> in the wheelbarrow around the house, just flopping it out. All right, you ready to talk about some leg work? We should. Folks, go to doingfavor.com. Go to hashtag legwork, buy, sell, trade list. That was your spying, selling, seeing out in the streets. If you go to the store, you're online, wherever it may be, tweet about it. Use the hashtag legwork. It's a way to alert the community, us, your friends, of what you're seeing and what we should be looking for. I will start first. I have seen all the Ultimate Editions. I've seen the flare, seen the Stone Cold. I uh, picked up the flare for a buddy, actually. Probably end up getting it for myself. Now, the uh, Target. Everybody check your clearance aisles. I've heard of people finding, I think it was uh, um, Kyle Peterson tweeted out about Edge being $15. Uh, somebody just tweeted out they found Beefcake in the Legend series for $5.99. Rang that's, up. Yeah. That's dope. I'm still on the lookout for, uh, I think that Chase Macho Man Legends. I don't, yeah. not, not even the regular one. I need the Chase. I need the authentic one from the fucking promo. That's what I need. Yep. So, looking for that. That's kind of what I'm going to look out for now. Uh, DP, if he pops up on the Target app, I will be grabbing that as well. I've been sent a couple of links by the time I get there. It's an L. No big deal. I do appreciate you guys reaching out and letting me know. Um, I did see a AEW display at Meyer, which I tweeted about on Saturday, I believe. When I went there for look for cards. Um, yeah, it's. I, I I'll post a picture of it when we post this article or post this article, post this episode. But it was just a common display, like you see WWE Legends or whatever. It just looked just like that. Um, Britt Baker, John Moxley, Jericho, Cody, Darby Allen, I think were all off the top of my head. Um, did not see the ramp or the uh, uh, unmatched series. I did see Unrivaled Four. No chases though. So I've noticed that Santana is. Uh, Seems to be peg warming out of that series too. Uh, Santana and Ortiz here. Yeah, it's weird. Just Santana here. Okay. Like I've gone to a few targets and they have like three Santanas. I'm like, that's weird. Like I always think it's weird. Like when a one member of a tag team hits not the (laughs) the the same series. Like man, a lot of people made an executive decision on this. Otis and Tucker. If you remember, everybody bought Otis and fucking old Tucker got left. Which I never thought it was like Ortiz is being like that much over, but it's kind of funny. Right. But the Matt Hardy, that's, you know what's funny is like, I have it around here somewhere, but that WrestleMania Elite with, with broken Matt Hardy is looks worth, just like it. It's worth money now, too. Is it really? Yeah. I don't want to look. Because didn't I, didn't I, I got those for like five bucks or some shit. I'm going to At look. some point. That's insane. Uh, don't need another Kenny Omega. Don't need another Cody. All that Cody is that with a throne breaker shirt. Let's see. It's not worth money. No. 30, 25 shipped, 32 shipped. No, you scared me for a second. 21 shipped. Let me fucking. But the figure looks the same to me. This yeah. is the this is the uh, the WrestleMania 36. Uh, Woken Matt Hardy. I shouldn't say broken. I say Woken. That's what it was. Um, 
saw elite. I did see the SummerSlam elites. What was that eighty six? Yep. I saw some of them, not all of them. I saw um, I saw Bray Wyatt. I saw Seth, and I saw the Miz. Didn't see Sid, but I see Sid. I'll probably get that. That's that ninety two era. You know, I love that era right there. That was SummerSlam '92, right? When he wore that match yep. made in heaven, match made in hell. He yep. was referee for the match made in hell. Yep. Look at me, it's out here just Barry Frosting it. Fucking just killing up. Um, something we should talk about: Jeff Jarrett is getting a uh, zombie. I'm just gonna call them zombie retros. I saw and, that. The and, card uh, what was a pink card or yellow card yeah, or something. Pretty yeah. Dope. Again, I always talk about how I anticipate Jeff Jarrett being on like my list of like, oh, I like that dude. <laughs> but I do. He's Jeff Jarrett's a pretty entertaining guy. That's didn't see that one coming. Uh, what else? Didn't see much for cards. We have seen some uh, some reports of now the blasters and hangers for NBA Select. They have gone up in price retail from twenty five to thirty five, and hangers are from what 15 to 27 yeah that's kind of wild the megas went up five bucks megas are 55 yeah it's weird so and panini said they were going to do that that's not a that's not a shock local trip to the card shop get a few little knickknacks here and there some chase youngs jerry judy's dudes i'm stacking a little bit not stacking but just kind of low buying right now. How about you? What you have for legwork? Well, I'm on Walmart's app right now. Okay. Um, a mega box is fifty four ninety eight. A hanger is twenty six ninety eight, and a blaster is thirty four ninety eight of uh, select NBA. So that is, whew, you got you're gonna drop some fucking loot. That's all I can say about it. Yeah. But, but um, for me, legwork, um, I did pick up the Sid, the SummerSlam 86. Beautiful. Uh, it's bigger. It is. It's really nice. Um, they did set out a second set I saw. It might still be there, so you'll just have to let me know. Uh, hit up um, the last Care Bear. Bought that for Lily Bug. Yeah. Uh, they used to have a bunch of them and then all of a sudden there's like one i was like oh, okay i'll take she's it she's been asked about uncle husky too it's, see because we're facetime pals yeah, you know so we see my phone there's a list of people she wants to facetime so it's pat <laughs> yep Keith, and then jules yeah julian so yeah husky husky and then i wear the husky heart <laughs> i hear Husky, husky, husky. I'm over. I'm over in the house. That's over. all I can say. I'm over in the household. But yeah, um, they had a few uh, AEW series five left. I have not seen um, series four, the one you were talking about with Cody. I have not seen that one. Uh, but they did. I've seen. Yeah. See, I, I've only seen five. So it's. I don't know. What's up there? Um, really, uh, and then cards. I just basically ended up getting uh, two mega boxes and two blasters of Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just your usual, uh, you know, Fields, Lawrence, Trey Lances, you know. Uh, I need to get rid of some of these fucking, like I said, shit I showed you. I got just stacks of fucking cards. I have some autographed uh, Leaf trading uh, cards wrestling that I need to that I need to get probably rid of. Uh, so I might throw some shit up on eBay this week, I, or eBay or Twitter, one of the two. You know, see who see who wants it. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, but so you know, there's a lot of pores on Twitter. <laughs> you know. There's a lot of folks out there that would rather, you know, buy Pokemon instead of my cards. Fuck and I hate, I hate Pokemon them. community, though. Well, let me tell you something else, though, about, about the Pokemon community. Fucking loaded. If you want Pokemon cards, dog, any day of the week, I could probably get you, like, yeah. ten boxes. My is getting crushed with them every Saturday morning. Let's yeah. do some... Um, Shop AEW, WB shop, and get the fuck out of here. In spite of Sam Finley, we're going to do it. In spite of Sam Finley. <laughs> uh, new arrivals to shopaew.com. We have Hangman Adam Page. Basically, all your Unrivaled Series 5s. They're all right here. Hangman, Moxley, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, Scorpio Sky, Frankie Kazarian. Malachi Black has like a nice cryptic little horror-looking shirt right there. Okay. Mirror the Redeemer. New freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. I believe that hand placement in the logo by Freshly is poorly placed. Uh, Darby Allen snapped. It's got a picture of like a broken skateboard. Ricky Starks with the FTW Championship. Aubrey Edwards got a shirt. I'm always I'm always happy with that. Hangman Adam Page. You don't need a hat to be a cowboy. That's dope. Kind of like a Stars line in the cowboy hat right there. Mm. Dynamite homecoming matchup. Malachi Black and Cody Rhodes. I'm sorry, you said? I said, uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fight for the following 2021 logo tee. Another Malachi Black House of Black shirt. Jungle Boy. I like that Jungle Boy shirt. That's yeah, pretty that's... dope. Uh, I like the 90s version of the Air Pillman. I believe that's where we stopped. Uh, your thoughts, Barry? I'm with you. I like that Jungle Boy shirt. Uh, I like the Adam Page shirt. Uh, the Ricky Stark shirt's dope, too. Yeah. You got kind of the pose going on. You don't like the pose? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm a Taz fan, original. So that, uh, that FT, I can't. That's offensive. That's offensive to ECW marks. Yeah, I can't. I can't get behind that. But yeah, that's cool. Let's go to the top sellers over at Shop AEW. We're going to go into the top 10. Number 10 is the AEW logo shirt. Number 9, AEW Unraveled Series 5 Jungle Boy. Number 4, number four, 8 is Luchasaurus. 7 is the Moxley figure. Number 6, Chris Statland, Orange Cassidy, Best Friends, Extraterrestrial shirt. 5 is that Hangman Adam Page shirt we just talked about. Number 4 is the Hangman Adam Page figure for Series 5. 3 is the Double or Nothing DVD from 2021. 2 as Malachi Black Venom double-sided. And 1 is Malachi Black House of Black. Malachi Black having the top two selling shirts last week at Shop AEW. I say he's doing just fine. 
He's doing all right. Doing all right. Next up, we have new arrivals to uh, WWE Shop. First off, we have the Carrying Cross Faith for the Fallen. I'm not a huge. I always kind of like maybe like Alistair Black, you could probably take this, or Malachi Black, you could probably say the same thing. I just feel like it's, sometimes this has like a religious connotation to it. I'm not really a fan of. I feel like it kind of, you know, it's like you, you want to make sure it's inclusive for everybody that can buy it and everybody can, you know, wear it and be cool. And it's kind of, you know, whatever. That's just my two cents. Uh, Ziggler and Rude, downright dirty. Ziggler and Rude got a bunch of fucking shirts. But- the dogs, like what about top dogs and all that dogs, shit? They got a tank top, they got a zip up hoodie, they got a three quarter length shirt. Good for that, man. Andy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis in Dex. I guess they have a little thing going on NXT right now where they're making out in the ring. The Rock Sleep Squad, Fleece Throw. 50 bucks for a Fleece Throw. Whew. Drew McIntyre, same throw. Roman Reigns, same throw. Undertaker, same style of throw blanket. Hit Row, now you know. That is on sale. Yeah, it was it was new and it's on sale. So as it, should, as it should be. So many people <laughs> got fired, right? Yeah. Uh, again, another hit. Andre Giants button down shirt. I like that. Sixty five dollars. Like the Bret Hart one, button down shirt. NWO button down shirt. Lily Lucian t shirt. Oh man, they're really just going full in with that Lily stuff. Mm-hmm. Rhea Ripley, this is my brutality authentic zip up vest. That's gonna look great on you next time we meet up. I was thinking about fucking get one for Drew. He's the only one. He's the only one that could probably fit in that. I'm, hey, what about what? Cuz you found you beefed up. You, I don't know if your arms can fit through those little sleeves. Uh, diamond mind. You're full, brother. You're full. Samoa <laughs> <laughs> Joe. It's old. I'm getting that. I'm getting that dad strength. Right. You get a kid, like, some some reason, like, you have a kid, you get stronger. I felt that, but then mine went away. Samoa Joe. John Morrison, America's Moist Wanted. That's weird. Then, of course, you got all your John Cena stuff. Uh, anything stand out? Anything stick out? No, Samoa Joe's $16.79. Provoke, provoke me. 40% off. So they're just like, fuck Samoa Joe at this point. Uh, nothing really jumps out. I think the Rock and the Undertaker throw blankets are probably the coolest things I see. I like the Bret Hart button-down shirt. That's dope. And the Andre one's real cool too. I like the button-down shirts, all three of them. But yeah, that's it. You got anything else to see me? Well, I think we should uh, hype up some of our friends. Okay. Um, we ha- we have a a group. Uh, tells from the rich and uh, famous estate over there, uh, Drew and Caitlin Bensel. Did you know they dropped T-shirts tonight? I know the store opened. Yes, I knew that was coming. Yeah, tonight, first night open. Uh, so congratulations to them. I think that's very, very cool. Uh, I'll definitely get one. Uh, you know, as soon as they invite me on to discuss their fucking atrocious food lists i mean they they eat kind of some healthy shit over there and it's almost disgusting i bet me i bet i, I i've listened there so many times and i know that like we could have great talks about food me and them no no it's i would tune out 
I just can't. I can't do it. You've beaten with me before, and you bitched about it. I know. That's why I said I'd have to tune out. I can't listen to lettuce and carrots and plums. Next time you come here, I'm going to grill you some wings. I'm going to change your whole mindset on how I eat. Hey, I'll be geeked. But, uh, yeah, shout out to them, man. That's completely awesome. I got hit up by Ethan this week. Had not heard from him in a while. Uh, he, you know, he's been busy. He's been working. He's a security guard. He's, you know, he's like, dude, I got to catch up on the show. I mean, so uh, shout out to Ethan, man. It's always good to hear from you. I'm glad you're doing well. Absolutely. Uh, Mike the Cleaner's got a fucking t-shirt now. I mean, what's the world coming to? <laughs> over at PHPW. My boy, my boy Cleaner's got a shirt over there. Uh, Drew's got a shirt over there. Too. And, of, and of course, you know, Bane is, there's conflicts and contract negotiations with us. They don't want to give us 95% royalties, I guess is what's being said. Um, so they know what might, our numbers are. That was not, a, they, they know what our numbers are. They know what our demands are. That was not. A secret us going to this project, so I don't know why they're acting dumb about it now. Because yeah. this was, I mean, I don't know. They, you know how this, like Jimmy, you know, one time Jimmy Johnson was doing a film one time, and one dude fell asleep, and he cut him. Yeah. And then he walked across the room, and Emmett Smith was asleep, and he woke him up. Said Emmett, "You can wake up, dog. We got film. We're Emmett Smith." Right. Some people get treated differently. Or Lawrence Taylor, not Emmett Smith. Jesus Christ. From a long night. For the sake of the story. Yeah, we're Lawrence Taylor. We will never be fucking cowboys. But, uh, again, shout out to them. Uh, I talked to my dad. Uh, he called me. He had, one of our, he had one of our fans, uh, Tim Witt, on the line, uh, who's a big fan of yours. Shout out, Tim. Uh, Tim did not get to talk to me directly. I'm a big star. He got to talk in the background. He got to hear my voice, my projection. Um, he thought I was a little arrogant, a little cocky. He's a fan of mine then. Yeah. Um, shout out Tim. N- no shout out Tim. Uh, fuck Tim actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, Tim's a good guy. Um, but dad, I told dad you wanted him to come on. And discuss Pete Rose uh, about being a glorified utility player. He said a lot of expletives. Uh, I don't know if he wants to come on now. So that was fun, you know. Oh, man. Uh, Nobody slapped a single left field like Pete Rose. Right, except the Chiro. Um, but He's, yeah, come on now. We... Listen. Uh, anyways, that's my shout out, Sammy Evans. You guys, Dobro. Very cool. Uh, Scott Toon, amazing guy over there at Drunk Wrestling History. Uh, Breaker and Bang. Eric, my first shout out goes to the true star. Don't be Scott Toon. Don't be Scott Toon. Kenley Frost. Oh, <laughs> Kenley Frost. She did something well. And her uh, mm-hmm. her activity her uh, you know her, her activities yeah and I uh I congratulated her so when she told me <laughs> about time you acknowledge the true star that uh, folks that apple fell 
three from the tree. <laughs> I, I was talking to her. I thought I was talking to Kenley's father for a moment. I was like, did you hack Kenley's account? Nope. No. That's how Kenley talks. So <laughs> I, I cut, I got a huge, I mean, I had to, I laughed for probably 20 minutes about that. No shit. Yeah. So Kenley, shout out. Thank you for your support. <laughs> keep following, keep following your father's footsteps because they're legendary footsteps. Keep doing that. That's amazing. Uh, Jeff and Scott fully posable breaker bane breaker bane power hour cleaner Sammy Evans, um, positively pro wrestling. Justin Summers over wrestling cheers, even though he backs in the parking spaces. I'm not gonna hold it against him, but it's still kind of a dick move. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> throw it in there. Throw it in. There. Well, him and cleaner. Listen, him and Cleaner have a fucking three-round schedule. We're not talking about that. No, we're not. No, listen, qu- no, stop. You're not booking the territory. Stop. It's not. No. Stop. That was a segment. We missed stop. it. No, we're not talking about Fine. that. I have a Damn. strong feeling about. I have a strong feeling about celebrities who quote tweet people to try to get their fan base to attack them. So that's that's all I'll say about that situation. How's that? That's it. I'm not gonna touch on it anymore. Um, so, bro, JT over at Carmen Ohio Cards, my buddy George over at Cornell Cards, check all them out as well. Okay, can, can I let me ask you a question? All right, and I'm done. So, you and this is a real legitimate question, you know, nobody's really heard from Dobro lately, and I have. no one's really heard from Dobro lately, and uh, yeah, I don't really know how tall Dobro is. But if you put a picture of Dobro and Baron Corbin side by side now, they're fucking almost identical. Like now, as Baron Corbin is just like pathetic and down and. No, I'm just saying their face, like the facial fucking, the way he's got the, the like the little scruff and shit like Dobro rolls. It's it's goddamn. I'm I'm wondering if Dobro's cashing Vince checks. Very curious to see how Dobro is going to react to that. I. That's not a knock. I said I think he may be cashing Vince checks. He might have some money. Everybody, thank you for listening to the podcast. We really my appreciate it. You can gosh. follow us on iTunes, Spotify, Give a man a Google Play by searching Duel the Favor Podcast. Go to our over. website at duelthefavor.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok by searching at Duel the Favor. You can follow me on Twitter at Eric Brown740. I'm going to kick it over to my dejected co-host. Barry Frost, you send us out this evening. Who also, I forgot to mention, Ty on the <laughs> dance floor. This motherfucker is pathetic out there. I don't know if you've seen him. He was doing, he's backing his ass up. Divorce rate went up fucking at least negative 5% while he was out there. Whitest guy on the floor. <laughs> Women went home to their husbands. <laughs> Women ran home to their husbands and Candace was like, get the fuck over here. But yeah, that's a, that's uh that's time for you. But uh shout out to them. You can follow me on Twitter at bfrost 28 Eric, you already dropped the credentials yes. ahead of schedule. Yes. So with that, good night and God yeah. bless. It goes one, two, 
three into the four. Erica Berry, you're up with DTF, and that's for sure. If you don't come correct, you get your ass full. So take a minute and chill until the next episode. Doing the favor, always bringing the heat. That's why Berry got your girl doing legwork in the sheets. My dude Eric holding down for the streets. Them Ohio players got the years to the beat. Gotta say that we appreciate the time Whether you're on the job or trying to unwind Just a few more days until we're back live Shit, we'll be your lifeline I know you feel me on the mic with the flavor Let it marinate in something to savor We ball so hard, this is a layoff Until the next time, doing the favor Yeah, doing the favor Doing the favor. Uh, doing the favor. Until next time, doing the favor.